I do love that theme song. What's your favorite thing about that theme the, song? The when he says Andy. Yeah. He says it a lot. Yeah. The Gotta theme, love that theme song. The theme song relegates me to simply giving out the phone number. That's the only role I play. Well, you're the adjunct host. Yeah. He says I'm handy for giving out the number that you call. That's a compliment. Yeah. It's not much of a compliment. But it's I, faint, I do, I do love phrase. the song. Uh, thank you, John Dog, for the theme song to Dinner at Andy's. Just be lucky you were mentioned at all. Jesus. There's, Jesus, there's no pleasing you. Oh, I wasn't mentioned as much as Andy. Most people weren't mentioned at all. Ernest Borgnine, you know him, the actor? Not mentioned at all. What role does he play in our show? Shut up. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know every time you tell me to shut up, I'm going to laugh. I know. Because when you grew up, you were just the entitled little Kenny Friedman. Right, nobody. Ala nobody drew any boundaries, no guardrails. That's true. Nobody told me to shut up. That's right. And here you are. At home, anyway. Yeah. At school, people told me to shut up all the time. But you didn't, did you? No. You showed them. And now look at you. Maybe I, Babbling I, away. Shut up temporarily, maybe. 14 hours a day. Babbling away to whoever will listen. Well, whoever has the... Whoever has a computer or a radio. I don't need anybody to listen. Yeah, you don't need anyone to listen. Yeah. As long as they pledge money, their hard-earned money, twice a year. They don't have to listen. That's our policy here. You don't have to listen. As long as your check clears. We don't care. It's the people who listen all the time that I really worry about. The people that don't turn off the station? Yeah. Hey, thanks for showing up this week. That's really... That's really cool that you sure. sh showed up to your own radio show. It is literally the least I can do. I made a list of things I can do for you, and this is the least I can do. All right, let's go to the first call. No, we don't have a wait. We didn't even talk about our topic. We didn't do any foreplay. I huh? just want to know who's the singer, who sang, the, who sings your theme song. John Dog. John Dog, uh, I think, wrote the lyrics and then did the uh, did the vocals. Yes. Oh. Cool. It sounds like Andy Williams. It's like an Andy Williams kind of. Yeah, it's a kind of a throwback. I know. I love it too. And it has <laughs> it has slide whistle too. That really makes it. I think. <laughs> and it has the. And our, Andy's name is mentioned in there. How good is that? Oh, uh, it's perfect. And our phone number. And your phone, uh, right? Man, that was real cool. They they kind of got that in there. Yeah, they they shoehorned it in there. <laughs> you go, John Dog. Cool, man. Thanks. Talk to you later. Thanks is for the, the call. Is that the only? Uh, is that the only theme song you can think of with a actual working phone number? In yeah, the theme song? and also that guy who just called. I wish he would call uh, as the first call every week. Yeah, he was so upbeat and positive. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's in for a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Iceberg ahead, pal. Did I ever tell you about the time? Oh, I guess I did. No, I did. No, well, to the time what? I used my actual phone number in a movie. Yes. I must have told you that. Yeah. The producer called and said, hey, we have this real realtor sign in the in the movie. Was it moving with Richard yeah, Pryor? It was a, yeah, it was moving. It was my first movie. Yeah, we don't want to put a 555 number because that looks so phony. We'd like to use your real office phone number, but the, the camera's just going to pan across it really fast. No one will be able to read it. That's what I was assured. Yeah. And this was before... 
uh, VCR technology. Well, no, VCR. It was on the cusp of that. It was <laughs> okay. VCR. It was. It, it did. Uh, it was released in the theaters. No one saw it. No one saw the phone number because no one saw the movie. Right. Well, I saw part of the movie, so I can understand. Not why. in the theater, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I. Did. No, you did not. I have a list of everyone that saw it in the theater. Oh, I went under an assumed name. Oh, okay. Of course. That would explain it. And uh, no, no one, no one called that number. But the day it was released on video cassette. Where you could freeze the frame, <laughs> man, man, did that phone ring? That's one of my eight Hollywood stories. I hope you enjoyed it. That's a nice one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll tell some of my Hollywood anecdotes at our big animation festival. Oh, at the Andymation, the Andymation Film Festival. Yeah, we have nine listener animators now working on clips for uh, the Andymation Festival. So thank you all. And if you would like to animate a short one, two, th one or two minute long clip from the show, uh, please email me at ken at wfmu.org. It can be any kind of animation whatsoever. And we will, we will screen it at our film festival, and then it will be our uh, marathon premium. And so you're saying, let me just get this straight. You're going to take audio clips. You will select the audio clips yourself, right, Kenny? No, I'm, I'm allowing... Um, oh, you're letting them select uh, we, the We have two hours of audio clips up in the archives, so I've been sending everybody the links to those two hours. I see. So you select a couple yeah. of minutes of audio clips of Ken and I on the air and maybe a caller, I yep. guess, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then you animate it, and that will be part of our... It'll, the compilation will be part of our premium. And then what kind of, uh, what kind of payment can they expect or... Well, they'll get an invite for themselves and their family to the uh, debut of the Andymation Film Festival at Monty Hall. That's their Which might, ver their might, might very well be the first uh, public event we've done there since the beginning of the pandemic. Is I that, think that's reward enough. Is that, I know you think it is. It's not, but I know you think it is. It's not even close. It's kind of sad that you think that's reward enough. How many hours will they be putting in? I don't know. Dozens and dozens of Dozens hours. and dozens. Yeah. But you get to bring, bring uh, you and a guest to the Monty Hall. <laughs> and they get, a co they get a copy of the thing, and they get yeah. thanked by name over and over. Will there be a jewel case, a plastic jewel case? Whoa. That the, uh, <laughs> that the, uh, that the DVD will uh, sit in? Uh, yeah. Okay, Mr. Big Spender, we'll, we'll get some jewel cases. It can double as a coaster, perhaps, that yeah. jewel case. Or I, I've used those jewel cases in the winter to scrape off ice off the windshield. Exactly. Actually, most people prefer a digital download these days. Last year we gave out a, uh, a DVD. We offered a DVD of our 30th anniversary performance. Yeah. And uh, most people preferred it as a digital download. I would say most people preferred not to get either. Oh, do you well, agree? Yeah, absolutely. There yeah. are eight billion souls on this planet. Right, I'm just and going. We, we, we received 32 phone calls. <laughs> I would say most people passed. Well, they didn't know about it. That's, it's nice to tell yourself that. Yeah. Whatever gets you through the night, my friend. I like to think that if we could have told all eight billion people yeah. on Earth... That they could get the. We would have done a little. Time. We would have done marginally better. Yeah, that we would have <laughs> had a few dozen more orders. That's what I tell myself. Hey, listener Joe said that uh, last week's program was one of our worst ever. Thank you, Joe. No arguing with that. Nope. You know, I was there. I was in the middle of it. How do you think I felt? 
How did you feel? I felt kind of dirty. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. I was humbled. I called you right afterwards and apologized. Yeah. How many of those apology phone calls from me do you get every year? Uh, how many do you make? Because there was definitely a me- mechanical feeling to it. Like at the end of it. Was it my apology phone call? Yeah. You weren't happy with the apology phone call? Well, no. It wasn't sincere enough for you? It was sincere. But what I noted was yeah. at the end of it, yeah. you actually said these words. Yeah. Okay. That was my apology phone call. Yeah. You actually said that yeah. as though you were checking off chores, a box. Chores to do. <laughs> Fix the screen door. <laughs> Fix right. the cistern out back. Yep. Apology phone call to Ken. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry it wasn't uh, sincere so, enough for you. Yeah. I'm sorry it didn't measure up. No, now I know what your wife goes through. I'm sure. You have no idea what my wife yeah, goes I mean, through. Yeah, I'm sure it was That's like, just a taste. Okay. That was me being compassionate. Check. Okay. That was me being loving. Check. <laughs> yeah. That was that was me being loving. Check. <laughs> oh, I know you're not. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the secret to our marriage. Having that checkbox. Yeah. Sometimes damn. I go to bed, oh, damn, I forgot to be loving. Can I borrow your checkbox? <laughs> my little checklist, yeah. my t- things to do. God, we're funny. All right, so we had a, a show planned for tonight. I, oh, yes, that's right. If, you, if you've been looking for work. Oh, okay. This is, oh, we're segueing right into it? Yeah, because we're, we're 15 minutes We're changing gears? In. We're 15 minutes in. We should get going. Um, so if you've been looking for a job... Um, and have not been able to find one, and perhaps you have a large gap in your resume. Right. There's a little hole in your in the timeline, which any, I think, employer would question you about, right? Be curious, yeah, well, right? Well, they would I, – I, I notice it when I look at resumes. Do you, that, a, do you ask uh, people about it in the interview? If it's a very long one, I might. Like what were you doing these uh, six to ten years? <laughs> yeah. And the answer almost invariably is hard time. Rehab. Rehab, that's right. It's, all, it's rehab. Yeah. Or second marriage. So if you have a large gap in your employment history, a hole in your resume. This is a legitimate public service that we're offering, right, we, Kenny? Yes, we want to help you. We're just we, looking. And we will keep you anonymous. That's right. All we'll ask is your initials. And we will put you in touch with another listener who owns a business in your field, will find someone who can help you, who is willing to lie for you. They will be anonymous as well, uh, and will put you in touch with each other. He'd be willing to give you a reference, a phony reference, to fill in the timeline, the gap in your resume. Now that's a public service no other radio station will offer. I'll tell you why. Why? It's completely unethical. Right. It's not even borderline illegal. It's absolutely illegal. I don't know if it's illegal. It's not. Yeah, a, no, that's illegal. It's not illegal to lie. No, but we're, no, but a a uh, you could be fired if you if you submit an application with a lie on it. Yeah. With a bald faced lie. Right. And they catch you, they'll fire you, but they're not going to be able to take legal action against you. I think you. they can take legal action against you. Yeah, okay. You misrepresented yourself, and mm. well, as well, maybe a lawyer can answer yeah. the question. But anyway, I hope I hope it is illegal because that will make us really dangerous, edgy guys. Right. That's where we live. Free Hi, guys. Hey, Beth. How you doing? Oh, it's hey, my... am I the reason for the show topic? 
because of my big la- like stop work stoppage. Honey, just remind me when you when did you when did you stop work? When I married you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you that's a full time job. Yeah. Servicing me. That's fifty hours a week minimum. Uh, well, honey, are you are you looking for someone to lie on your behalf? We'll get, uh, Beth has been sure. Beth has been clerking for me for the last no, 18 no. years. No, and I couldn't get into the, I mean, that wouldn't get me into the Foreign Service because they vet everything. Yeah, this that's right. People that, well, no, but this is supposed to be our system, if it works, uh, should be vet proof, right, Kenny? Right. They can check your reference. We will well, have what someone. What can I say that I did for the last? Like what? Like for the you know, there's a 15 year hole or a 16 year hole. Maybe whoring. You were whoring. <laughs> oh my God. In Trenton, you go down you're, to Trenton. You're... You walk in the streets and, <laughs> and maybe we could get yeah. someone to say they were so your let's pimp. Put that on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, <laughs> we just have to find a pimp. <laughs> yeah, a or pimp somebody willing, swear. somebody willing to pretend that they were your pimp. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's see. If we... Uh, but then we they, have the then we have the W two tax problem. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Honey, we're gonna. This is uh, this, this might is not this might not be able to help but, you. But I just want to say good luck, you guys. Well, yeah, th- and thank you, Beth. And thank you. Yeah. If I never said this, Beth. First off, thank you for putting your life on hold when you <laughs> when you met me. <laughs> to, to, and uh, it's appreciated. I don't know if I've ever thanked you for that. Sure. Hey, thanks. This is your thank you phone call. Oh, yeah. This is your, um, <laughs> I love your phone call. I, yeah. Oh, this is me saying I love you. Okay, bye. Bye. Check. Check, check. check. Done and done. Damn. I don't have to get, I don't have to go through that again for another uh, 24 hours. Very good. Once a day. Yeah. Thank you for marrying me. You know what I sometimes say to my wife? What? I say, thank you for marrying me. I'm sorry for marrying you. That's I, not, no, that can be taken... That can be taken in a really awful way. No, I'm saying I got the better of this deal. Yeah, I see. Okay. All right, so we're back to looking for somebody who has a, a an employment gap. Uh, so of, to re- you know, we're thinking like maybe a year or two. Yeah. So or to recap. Like yeah. To recap, we've been on the air for 17 minutes. So far, my wife has called. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yes, that's it. Uh, why don't you give out the phone number again? I'm just looking down the drain I'm, as we're circling it. It's uh, 201. It's a beautiful drain. 209. Here we go. 9368. Hold my hand, Ken. We're going down that big, big, beautiful drain. Here which, we go, buddy. Which way are we spinning? We're spinning clockwise because we're in the uh, northern hemisphere. Yeah, that's not true. The Cori- Coriolanus effect. No, it's just a rumor. Yeah, we did a show about that. Yeah. It's just a rumor, like uh, like us landing on the moon. No, it turns out to be true, but for very, very, very large drains, very large spinning systems, like typhoons and hurricanes. It's not true in toilet bowls? It's not true in toilet bowls. Well, you learn something every day. Yep. And unfortunately, that's what we learned today. Hi, hi you're on the air. Hey, if you need uh, someone to pretend to be a pimp, I can uh, fill in some info for them. You don't sound like a pimp. Yeah, you don't sound like a pimp. 
Well, are you still collecting Norman Rockwell things? Andy, you're you're the Norman Rockwell fan here. I'm not going to buy a Norman Rockwell thing from a fake pimp. Yeah. You don't sound like a Norman Rockwell collector either. I I have some Norman Rockwell tchotchkes in the house. Well, you know, like little, little sculptures. Yeah, you mean you got it from a gift shop? I got it from my grandmother. She was very tight with Norm. She got it from a gift shop. You know, a little bauble of uh, the concerned citizen speaking up at the town hall meeting. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Uh, well, I, I love your grandmother. Uh, God rest her soul. I uh, love your guy's show. You guys yeah, thanks for calling. Yeah, you're the best. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thanks for the call. So we're looking for, uh, we're looking for somebody who has a gap. In their resume. Wait, is this going to work at all, this uh, little I, topic? I don't. I, I thought it would take an hour to make it happen. To so make it happen. you got to commit. you got to commit. This is going to be a I'm tough I'm scaring one. you right now, aren't I? Yes. You think you're losing I me. I know you're on the way out. You yeah. think I'm wiggling off the hook. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> you got to commit to this. We have 40 minutes to go. We are looking for somebody who actually has a gap on their resume. The t- a timeline, ga- a gap in the timeline <clears throat> that they want to fill, we w- we will not ask their name. Right. <clears throat> we will Correct. put them in touch with someone who has a business, a legitimate business, who's willing to lie and give them a phony reference, and willing to say that they worked from August 2012 to December 2015. Whatever you need in your resume. And we'll even coach them on how to give a good reference. Yeah, we're offering you a good yeah. reference. My God. My God. Who else comes close to that? Yes, they were proactive. They were responsible. They got there on time every day. Do yourself a favor and hire them. Yeah, you'd be lucky to have them. Yeah. You'd be lucky to have them. And if I had to list a negative, if you're forcing me to say something negative about them, no, no I'd need. say no, maybe I... they care too much. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's how you do it. When, yeah. you're, when you're running for office and you're asked to list a negative. Right. That's the go-to negative. Oh, that's always the go-to negative in, um, you know, what's your biggest weakness question. Yeah, your biggest weakness. Yeah. Sometimes I care too much. And when I care too much, I crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to see me crapping my pants, but it's a positive thing. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, fellas, how are you doing? We're Good. doing great now that you called. Are you are you are you out of work? Are you having trouble finding a gig? I might I might be stretching the rules a little bit here, but I feel kind of badly at this point. Um, yeah, yeah. I work in uh, commercial film production, and and you probably know in this industry there's highly competitive. So a lot of people like to tout how long they've been involved in an industry. Yeah, and so you know, <clears throat> excuse me. I uh, I spent my early 20s actually working in a school before I got into producing and writing. So I was wondering if there was... <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a little bit of a, a chess thing going on. Yeah, no, I know. There's <laughs> something going around. Well, give, give us your initials. We don't want to know your name because we want to preserve your anonymity. This is AM. 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 Okay. And what does uh, AM stand for? Uh, no, never what? mind. Don't, an- don't answer that question. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Anonymity. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I got you. So AM, uh, 
Uh, you want someone who is uh, in the film or TV business, a producer, yeah. someone in a production side of things, I guess, to say, to claim that you worked for them for in what capacity and for how many for how many years? You know, it's a great question. I, I guess you could you could go kind of a different route with it. Whether if it were early in my career and I was kind of in the trenches, kind of earning earning my stripes. Um, you mean like you were a PA somewhere? Yeah, yeah. And okay. I mean, you know, I'm, it's New York area. That would be lovely. Okay, you were PA in New York, and what years are you looking to? What What's the gap on uh, your resume? Really, anywhere from from 2011 to 2015. All right, 2011 to 2015, and yeah. we're looking for. All right, that's great. No, I I I would help you, but I just don't care enough. But no, uh, yeah, yeah. but somebody out there might. Uh, yeah, might you're be perfect. You're the perfect. Yeah, no, person. I definitely, I definitely am perfect. Yeah, but I just, I, I can't get involved. You're a known. You're well, a for one thing, I'm here. I am on the air, and I've, I'm clearly identified as as who. Right. Who well, I that am. would that would be a problem mm-hmm. if anybody was listening. Yeah, but we've so taken care of that. It's a hypothetical. Yeah, we spent 31 long years making sure. That no one's listed. Yeah, yeah. Let's worry about the real stuff. Okay. Okay. AM. AM. We, so we are gonna we are gonna help you fill this. Go. Wait, wait, wait. Do we keep AM on the air? Do I we keep him on the line? I don't think so. But wait, we at at it's some gonna, point we want AM to be talking to his quote employer. True. So how does yeah, this work? Go? So wait, AM, can we can we get his phone number off the air? I can't. Oh yeah, I can actually. Okay, so hey, AM, Uncle undermines the anonymity a little bit. Well, no, you're de- we're going to keep you anonymous. So because if if you do put this on your resume, and we hope you do, mm-hmm. we don't want anyone to be able to, to trace it back. But we are okay. going to ask you off the air uh, uh, to give Ken your phone number. So he's going to pick up the phone now. Sure. And uh, Ken, what do I do while you're taking his phone number? Um, you should sing a show tune. Um, AM just got you, my your phone number. Tweed. Pressed, got my Ooh, best well, I'll try, vest. Right? All I need yeah. now is the girl. Got my striped tie. Got my hopes high. And does that include like the international code or anything? Or got the time and the place, and I got okay. the rhythm. Right, now all I need the girl to go with them if she'll just appear. We'll take yeah. this big Thanks, town for a whirl. Okay, we're all set. And if she'll say, my darling, I'm yours, I'll throw away that striped tie. Is that from Paint My Wagon? My best pressed tweed. All I really need is the girl. That is uh, from Gypsy. Wow. Steven, oh, I love Gypsy. Yeah. He was great, Stephen Sondheim. Yes. Haven't heard from him lately. Yes, he was. I believe he passed away. I played a Stephen Sondheim song on my show this morning. Here's you. I played a Stephen Sondheim song on my show this morning. That's you. You can't let me have a moment. I met him. You can't let me have a moment. I met Stephen Sondheim. I met him twice. I have a Stephen Sondheim the story. The second time it was me apologizing for you. When I met Stephen Sondheim... That's just the way God made him, Stephen. That's me. 
Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You have a Steven Sondheim story. Uh, one of, it was the night that one of his shows had, uh, the day after one of his shows had just premiered. Oh, interesting. 201-209-9368. We're uh, looking for people. I guess we're looking for people with gaps in their resume or uh, someone that can no. help AM. No, we're looking for somebody who can cover for AM, listener AM. That will claim he worked for them as a PA, just a PA in the office. Yeah, 2011 to 2015. So if you have if uh, any relationship to the entertainment industry. In the New York area. Yeah, then we're looking for you to cover for, lis- for listener AM. And if no one calls, I guess we'll go back to your Stephen Sondheim story. Yeah. So it's the day after something opened. Well, we got we to gotta commit to this. We're, we're looking for somebody to cover for no, AM. No, but no one's calling. Yeah. And what, you were in the bar? You were in a bar in New York? No, it was intermission at a show. Oh, okay. You were at the theater. Yeah, I was at the theater, and uh, I was with a New York Times writer, hanging out with somebody who wrote for the New York Times. Hey, your brother wrote for the New York Times. (laughs) Maybe it's someone that your brother knew, right? (laughs) Yes, maybe. (laughs) You're so funny. Okay, (laughs) and so I'm hanging out with my brother. Oh! I I solved that mystery. Yeah. And uh, he runs into Stephen Sondheim. And he knew Stephen Sondheim. And he knew Stephen Sondheim because at the time my brother was f- covering the business of Broadway. Okay. That was, that was so he beat. introduced you? And uh, Stephen Sondheim. Uh, we have a call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Well, it answers the question why don't I have any friends? I work in the uh, entertainment industry. You do? And I'm looking at my resume, seeing what I could do. You said 2015 to 2019. No, no, no. no I'm no. sorry. It was a little earlier than that. If it if it works for you, 2011 to 2015. But any time, I think prior to 2015 would help. Oh yeah, I said that. Yeah, I'm looking at my resume now. There's a couple of things that no one would ever be able to track. Me Wait, and and, and you can cl- you can claim that. Now don't say, don't tell us your name. We give don't us, want. Give us your initials though. EC. EC, and that stands for what? Don't fall for it. Oh yeah! Oh, that's oh yeah! Don't tell me! Don't tell me! Yeah. So EC, you worked, you were in some managerial or producing uh, position. Is that correct? Yeah. Should I, should I just run down what I did from twenty? You said twenty. Twenty eleven to twenty fifteen. Well, let's get AM on the phone. Let's get them together. Yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah, and then AM to just decide which which. Hold on, we're gonna get we're gonna get AM. To, wait, hold on, EC. AM is gonna join us, and you two can. Can cook up your little lie. I think this could work. I think I think it could work. I think you're 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 doing God's work here. I don't know why you thought this was a ridiculous idea. It's illegal. It's unethical. It's amoral, and that's why. If you're asking why. Yeah, that's how this business works. Yeah, exactly. Those are the only reasons. We only have three reasons Hi, why. Am. Hang on a second. Okay. All right. Am's back. Am meet EC. EC meet Am. Hello there. EC, how are you? Yeah, now EC was just telling us what he, uh, the uh, what positions he held uh, sure. just before 2015, and maybe, and he was also willing to give you a glowing reference, AM. Wow. So we'll I'm let you two figure it out, but just don't. Uh, and then after, um, here's here's how it's going to work. I, w- I would like both, here's how it's going to work. Both AM. And I would e- like both. Go ahead, Ken. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Both AM and EC. Yeah, we'd like both of you, AM and EC. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ken. They should both email me. Oh yeah, I see. Both of you after this uh, after this conversation, both of you email Ken at okay. wfmu dot 
Ken at WFMU.org. Dot org. Ken at WFMU.org. Thank you for translating for You're welcome. Me. I really appreciate so if, it. And, so, and Ken will uh, hook you guys up together after this, after this show. See, we really thought about how to preserve your anonymity here. Great. Appreciate it. Okay, so. Not a problem. So, EC, what can you offer AM? <laughs> okay, what, uh, AM, what year do you want to, what, what's your biggest concern as far as the, your gap? Which year? Uh, I mean, I, I think the earlier the better. So, I started working. As a, I guess, it like a media manager in 2015, and so I'm looking to get um, kind of anything that that gestures a, a little bit more towards being, you know, on location, on set, that sort of thing. Yeah. For for what right. years, AM? Oh, sorry, anything like 2011, 2012, uh, earlier the better. Okay. All right, 2011, 2012. I was uh, I produced a show with Joy Behar. Excellent. Great. Um, two of them, one on CNN and another one after that was canceled on Current TV. That Could would be we, the Current TV because that doesn't even exist anymore. It perfect. Was by, um, could we say, EC, could we say, Network. EC, could we say that AM's job was to give Joy Behar a sponge bath after every show? Oh, that was my job. Oh, that was your job. Okay. He could be the assistant to the sponge bather. I can take that off my resume and have him him do that instead. I don't mind. Now, what do you, now what do you, now what could AM's uh, duties have been uh, for working uh, under you? Well, it could be anything because that that network doesn't even exist anymore. There is no way for anyone right. to even tell if he was telling the truth or not. It, the, the network was bought by the Emir of Qatar. Wow, like it's perfect. Yeah, he out, he outbid me for that. Years, yeah. Okay. So, what do you think would look best, AM? What What would be your dream job if you had yeah. if you were just creating a job on your resume? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's sort of the t- the title and the role, and then there's kind of a narrative that comes along with it. So, I think it would be kind of neat if I were working in kind of a menial position, but perhaps I don't know if there was a real kind of flagship episode of this this series that you worked on but maybe maybe i could have suggested something right how about research associate that's always something that's hard to prove yeah that could be anything. Now, right? EC, I don't know if you just—I don't know if you just heard uh, what AM was saying. He, AM was saying he—he's flattered and grateful. He'd love to be have worked as your research assistant, but he also would love if there was a, uh, one aspect of the production that he could claim he uh, contributed yeah. uh, to or he created. Perhaps is there anything you could cl- he could claim he created? Um. Yeah, what a punching what above about, my waist. Uh, uh, we didn't have anybody who specifically dealt with the um, uh, uh, arrangements of the guests when they arrived. Ah, the time they, you know that sort of thing. Okay, like, so uh, guest services or you know. Something yeah. that sounds better than just like craft services and sounds something. Yeah, no, no, hand, no. That's fantastic because that shows that you that shows that you you can think on your feet. You're nimble. You're you're handling, uh, you're handling the concerns of these uh, celebrities as they came in, their travel concerns. That, so yeah, guest talent coordinator. The, yeah, talent coordinator. The logistics of bringing them in and out of the studio. Now, <coughs> EC, e- is there is there one is there one incident that uh, that AM could say he. He put out a fire. He solved the problem. Yeah. 
Oh, we every day we had something like that. Can you think of anything in particular? Did did Joy did Joy Behar ever catch fire? Was as somebody had to extinguish her? Somebody had to have the presence of mind to to find a fire extinguisher. You mean like spontaneous combustion? Either no, well, no, Ken, make it real, Ken. It has to, you know. She leaned. She was she was cooking something. There was a there was a hot plate. Oh, we we did have uh, vermin in the building. Oh, there were rats in the building. And we had a leaky ceiling. That those two things, mm. you know, and that that building now is where the um, uh, I guess Time Warner is now. Yeah, you know, by the Lincoln Tunnel. Yeah. So, A.M., congratulations. You were Joy Behar's rat catcher. <laughs> <laughs> we had rats. We had cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. But you can also say research associate and talent coordinator. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, E.C. and A.M., you both email me at ken at WFMU.org. I, we did it. I think we can maybe do another one. Or, or, or. we could find a 25-minute song yeah. and go home. Leave a winner. Walk nice. away a winner. Knights in white satin. Okay, we're gonna. Okay, Ken's gonna put you in touch with you. Hey, you two might end up uh, getting together and being friends. I actually, I'm looking to hire somebody right now for something. Wait a minute, you really are? You have a position <laughs> opening? Well, AM, I'm gonna hook you guys up. So, what, what position? AM, are you looking for a gig right now? Oh, he obviously is. That's why he called. Yeah. 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 I'm, I mean, I'm. I'm freelance. I'm no, but freelance. wait, wait, but that would that would. Uh, I'm sorry, that would contradict what we're trying to do here on the show. We don't want them actually to yeah. find oh, each right. other a you're job. You're right. Yeah, AM, yeah. you're not. We a- want. Yeah, we want AM to be go still be wandering in the desert. Right. And, and I would probably not hire him because he's a little dishonest. Yeah, exactly. He lied on his resume. <laughs> we know that for sure. He was not Joy Behar's rat catcher. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Feels like a real bait and switch. He was Joy Behar's rat handler. Yeah, he was the rat handler. Yeah. Joy Behar yeah. and her little rat circus. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're, 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 you're mishandling Benny. You're holding him too roughly. <laughs> That's my impression of Joy Behar. Right. Ben. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. You haven't seen any of these rat movies. I have. Well, like, you mean, you're talking about Ben and then. Ben and Willard. Well, Willard came first. Ben was the sequel. Right. Did you see the remake of Willard with Crispin Glover? Yes. Did you really? Yeah, because I'm I'm working on a horror movie. Are you really? Yeah, about rats, yeah. No, get out of town. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, that was my little research. Yeah, I'm working. Well, I'm I'm not going to write it. I have found a very talented young writer. I he's see. Gonna, he's going to write it. So you're just, uh, you, wow. I'm just going to count the money, make That's sure it's what, all there. Nice, nice. You know those guys with the briefcase? They clip open, the, they clack open the briefcase, and there's just piles of cash oh yeah hey you're four thousand uh, dollars short you know those guys the jews is this is this who you're referring to the jews is that what you said <laughs> i just want to make sure i heard you ken friedman the jews yeah that's what you just said that i believe that is what i just said well if it's true it's not offensive <laughs> i can't i can't get mad at you were they really jewish the guys with the briefcase <laughs> please get me off the hook here it's got to be true. Otherwise. I believe the Jews sold him the briefcase <laughs> at the luggage shop. With the money in it already? Yeah, at Irving's luggage shop. No, you can't get a briefcase with money already in it. Oh, damn. Well, listen, we're done. Our job here is done. Well, I, we could do it one more time. No! That was perfect.
Let's go home. All right, let's go to the phones. No, no, no. Let's go home. Hi, you're on the Isn't air. There a, wait, 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 Ken. Hey, I have a horror movie pitch for Andy. Uh, okay, hey, uh, we're going to put you on hold for just a second. I'm dying to hear it, and I'm very grateful you called. I'm, I'm just going to put you on hold for a second. I really am dying to okay. hear it. <sighs> you really want to hear it? it? Well, you could you could teach him how to pitch it if, if he goes on too long. I don't want to get pitching lessons. Yeah, no, okay. So you don't want him to pitch it. This is my nightmare. He sounded he really sa- good. He sounded oh, I, oh, you didn't tell me it was really good. You oh. should always you should lead with that. All right, go ahead then. So it's uh, Rosemary's Baby, yeah. but the kid grows up. Yeah. And then it's Kramer versus Kramer because Satan wants the kid back. So they go to court, and they have a court battle over who has custody of the devil. Well, not not a court battle per se, but like uh, like to to the the divorce. Ah, yeah, they go through a yeah. divorce. Well, I believe Ira yeah. Levine, I believe Ira Levin, is it Levin or Levine, who wrote Rosemary Baby? He wrote a sequel to Rosemary He Baby. did? He did. Wow. He did? Yes, he did. And uh, I bet, I'm, and because all of his books were made into movies, I bet the, the rights have been sold. Hmm. Uh, I've always so wondered you, why there was never a sequel. It seems perfect. You'll be, uh, you'll be locked out of that. Perfect for a sequel. Uh, no, so there's but thanks, already thanks already for your material. pitch. Oh dear God! Okay, nightmare over, Andy. That's the that is the nightmare call. I have and a now pitch I have for Andy. I have ended your nightmare. Check. Let's go home. Check Twenty box. minutes. It's a gift. God has given us a gift. What are God, we going to do? God for has 20 come minutes? down and kissed us on the cupola. We have to keep blabbering is it and, until it's time for. No, we don't. Weekly. No, world. we don't. Let me go in the record library. Weekly. World Let me come back with something. A twenty-minute song. All right, go ahead. Okay. Thank you, thank you. But you have to really come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A 20 minute. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, so how long are you going to stay in the... Uh, no, I'm coming back. Andy Breckman has gone into the record library to look for a 20-minute track. He doesn't know how the library's laid out, so chances are he's not going to actually be able to find anything he likes. Hi, you're on the air. Perfect. Hey, man. Done and done. Play in Agata de Vida and go home. Uh, Andy, you're getting requests now. No, 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 no. Let me here we see, go. Let me see what you got here. Let's play side two. 20 minutes long. We can go home. Why? Wow, you, you picked out a Laurie Anderson record. Doesn't matter. Just, it was under A. We can go home, Ken. It's our look ticket at, out of here. Look at you. It's our ticket to freedom. You actually picked out a decent record. Yeah, Ken, it looks like a record. It's our ticket out of this joint. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can sign off. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to wheel over here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're going to love this. This is, what's her name? Lori Anderson. Oh, yeah, fans of the show, I think, will really appreciate the beautiful musical stylings of Lori Anderson. Tell us something about Lori Anderson. You tell us something about Lori Anderson. Wait, was she involved with Lou Reed? Yes, very good. She was? Yes, Wow. She was his widow, actually? Or yes. They were, yes. Okay. Uh, they were... Is she still around? Is she still with us? Very much. And she is a fan of the station? Yep. Uh-huh. Well, that tells you something right there. So this is great that you've chosen chosen a Laurie And Anderson. do you know this particular LP, the one I ch- picked out at random? No, this is one of her later ones. Okay, what is it called? Uh, it's called uh, Strange Angels. Okay, about circa what year? I'm looking for the year. Have you ever met this woman? It looks like 89. No, I've never met her. I believe 89. 
Oh, okay, 89. Yeah, with a front and back cover by Robert Maplethorpe. Look at that. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, Robert Maplethorpe. You know about him? I do. In fact, my uh, our we had an apartment in New York. Uh huh. At One Fifth Avenue, we no longer have that apartment, but yeah, it was. Uh, the apartment we had, it was just a studio, a very small space, 300 mm-hmm. square feet. I remember. It had a, oh, you've seen it, right? Yeah. It had a steel reinforced door mm-hmm. with a very, very heavy duty bolt lock. Wow, my know God. What, what was behind the door? It must have been something very dangerous. Well, uh, well, I'll tell you why it, it had that door. Because uh, years earlier, I believe a couple of tenants prior to to, to me uh, purchasing it, mm-hmm. uh, Robert Maplethorpe used that studio uh-huh. to store his photographs. Ooh. And I guess they were so valuable that he reinforced the door with that lock. I remember that door. Yeah. Wow. Can you tell the Robert Maplethorpe story again? Yes. Um, I no longer uh, own it, but there was a uh, studio apartment at 1 Fifth Avenue that I owned at one time, mm-hmm. and it had a steel-reinforced door. Oh, I remember that place. With a bolt lock. Oh, my God. What was behind the bolt-lock steel door? It must well, have been the, something well, when very I was there, dangerous. When I was there, there was nothing valuable or dangerous, And uh, but a couple of tenants prior to me purchasing it, we were told uh, Robert Maplethorpe owned it. Wow. Or perhaps, I'm sorry, maybe his lawyer owned it. Mm-hmm. But Robert Maplethorpe used that studio to uh, store his photographs, which I guess were were quite valuable. Wow. Very, very cool. Yeah. Can you tell the Robert Maplethorpe story again? Well, it's funny you mention it. I do have a Robert Maplethorpe story. It's, Although I never met him, of course. Yeah. But I did own a uh, studio apartment. In, oh, uh, your old, uh, old tiny studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very small, 300 square feet. Right. And... Uh, you were there. You might remember the yeah. door had been reinforced. Yep. It was very strange. I remember. Uh, had the, it had a very heavy bolt d- uh, lock. And I l- we learned later. I think we learned. You know how we learned it? Bethy was reading Patty Smith's uh, memoirs. Uh-huh. And she gave detailed instructions on where Robert Maplethorpe's photographic stash was? Wait. I don't know if it was in Patty Smith's book or there was another book. About Robert Maplethorpe, maybe a biography of him, but but uh, we learned somehow that uh, our apartment was uh, in effect used as uh, storage for his photographs, which I gather were quite valuable. Very, very cool. Yeah, that's my Robert Maplethorpe story. That's so a great hear, story. Let's hear a little bit from Laurie Anderson, uh, his uh, his uh, his very talented widow. Well, she's an artist in her own right. Feels odd calling her Lou Reed's widow. Yeah, um, she, yeah. She, uh, yeah. Of course, had her own career. You know, um, ind- yeah. Independent of Lou Reed. A lot of women do that now. A lot of women they n- they don't live in the shadow of their husbands. They she, have their yeah, own. Yeah, she exactly. A, she was an extremely um, empowered, s- successful, empowered woman. Uh, performance artist. Nothing wrong with that. And Nothing rec- wrong with that. And, and recording artist. Yeah. Uh, long before. Uh, she and Lou Reed hooked up. Yeah. And Lou Reed apparently gave her permission to continue recording. Well, I don't think uh, she required his permission to continue. Huh. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. They were a modern couple. Fascinating. Yep. 
All right, let's hear a little bit. All right, uh, I want to warn you, though. Bobby McFerrin uh, does some of the vocals on this album. Oh, that's so cool to bring him in. He uh, yeah. he did Don't Worry, Be Happy. Yeah. Now, you're scanning the lyrics because you want to make sure there's nothing, uh, nothing yes, you need to censor? Yes, very important, very important, yeah, that we make sure that there's nothing. Oh, just play with them. Just look at the lyrics for one song. N- nothing too dirty. Yeah. Um, does, she, uh, does she cover uh, anything from Gigi? No. Oh, well, that, that would be safe. Yep. Nope. Okay, so you're scanning the lyrics. Yeah, Anton Fear plays drums on this album. Okay, so you're scanning the lyrics, looking for a safe song. David Van Tegum. Okay, just 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 play a song. Well, I do have my Stephen Sondheim story. Okay, and we'll get to that in a minute. Let's just play. We've been talking about this woman. People might be curious. Okay, here we go. So this is doing double duty. It's entertaining you, and it's uh, and it's this a way the, to. This is the title track, by the way, Andy. And it's avoiding uh, Ken's uh, Stephen Sondheim story. This is the song "Strange Angels," Andy, by Laurie Anderson. This is the title track. Yeah. Beautiful. I love this part. Listen, listen. I hate this part, though. Listen. It sounds pretty similar to the part you love. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. This part's okay. No, this is now the song. That was just an intro. Now the song has really begun. You know how Here songs they come. Here they come, she's singing. Something's coming, Ken. The angels, probably. The strange angels. So she's these angels coming, but she has the presence of mind to continue singing. I'd be crapping my pants. You, are you getting what's happening here? The angels are coming. Here they come. No, your friends came over for dinner, and they stayed the night, and they ate everything in the damn refrigerator. That's what's happening in the song? Yeah, and then they stayed up all night in the living room crying. Why? I, why don't you listen to the song? And why don't you just tell me? It turns out that that the friends, your friends who yeah. came over and yeah. ate everything, yeah. are angels. They're strange angels. Crying all night long. Why, why, why would angels be so sad, so damn sad? Well, why would angels, why would angels eat, be so gluttonous? That's true. Maybe they You never have, think about angels well, having the munchies. That's true. Maybe it takes a really long time to come down from heaven. And or... Or another theory, I'm just throwing it out there. Uh-huh. Maybe the song is stupid. <laughs> well, I, geez, you know what else the angels did? Yeah, what? Is uh, they left millions of tiny teardrops all over the house. Those damn angels. Hanging in midair sometimes. They come as a guest. They come for dinner. A million teardrops in the house. Oh, look at Can that. Can you imagine... Can you imagine how mad Lou Reed was? These guests come over, they eat out everything, they eat the whole refrigerator, and well, they leave this mess behind. Well, this was long before she hooked up with Lou Reed. That's Scott Johnson on guitar, by the way. Oh, yeah, let's listen. Yeah. There he is. Yeah, listen. there he is. I love this part. Scott Johnson was the John Somebody guy. Shh, Ken. This is Ken, the- let him play. I'm sorry. Now, what were you saying? 
yeah, that the, the Scott Johnson who's yeah. playing guitar put, yeah. out, put out a record called John Somebody. Oh, he did. Yep. Oh, that's fascinating. And uh, wow, you heard it here, kids. Got got played a lot on FMU. When he, it, wow, really? So the guitarist here put out a solo album that got played on this station. A lot. A lot, apparently. It was a huge hit. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Unfortunately, we already learned something new today. I think we already learned our new thing for the day. Yeah, we did. What was it? Earlier. What was it? I can't remember either. Yeah, I've forgotten. So I guess we didn't really learn it very well. No. That's my trademark move. I learn it and it's gone. Uh, Wait till the next song, Andy, um, because the next song um, is about going to the body shop, going to the auto body shop. Oh, I thought the next song was about changing the locks on your door so the angels can't come back. Uh, Nope. It's about taking your car to the body shop to get your FM radio fixed or like to have it installed. Oh, Lori Anderson. She's just like one of us. She's a regular person. Oh, no. Okay. I got it wrong. She she wants the auto body store to somehow install a speaker for the FM radio into her mouth. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's dedication. What's the name of this song? She probably wanted to do that so she could listen to WFMU. In her mouth. Yeah. Yeah, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want that? It's everyone's dream, isn't it, Ken? Yeah. Um, uh, what's the name of this song? Who was it who would bite the piano? There was some... some. Jeez Louise. Uh, the song is called Monkey's Paw. Oh, yeah, it was Thomas Edison. As Thomas Edison was going deaf, he had a piano. And uh, he would have his associates. The only way he could hear music was by biting the piano. And getting the vibrations of the piano going into his teeth. I want stereo FM installed in my teeth. See? Did you hear that? She said, I want stereo FM installed in my teeth. Well, I'm here. Why don't you give me some of those high I'm just consumed with rage right now. Yeah, I know. Why is that? I don't know. Yeah. Devin says John somebody rules. That's his name, John Somebody? Yeah, why are you so angry? Let's explore this. What what just made you so angry? My Thomas Edison story? Yes. Why? Isn't because, that you know, interesting that you know, he, he a, was deaf and the only way he could hear music was by literally biting the piano? Maybe I'm mad because it was so interesting. Isn't that interesting? Because like, it had because it it puts my Thomas Edison story to shame. Oh well, let's go ahead. Let's let's listen to your Thomas Edison story. No, it's just it's it can't compare to your Thomas Edison story. You don't really. From this point on, that thing about biting the piano. Yeah. After he went deaf, that's my Thomas Edison story. I'm taking it. You don't have a Thomas. Yeah, I do. I have Tom, my Thomas Edison story is that he coined the word hello. Oh, that's good. And that seems like the most. That seems like the greatest contribution a man can make. That's <laughs> something that's man, used. I know, man. That's really hard to of make. Of all his inventions. It's hard to co- bo- coin yeah. a word and have the word take off. But I guess he made the invention to go along with the word. Talk about going viral. Yeah. Kids, you don't even know what viral is. Hello. He coined the word hello. Yeah. <sighs> hey, we got an email from Pam. Oh, yeah. Hi, Pam. Uh, Pam took us up on our offer. Oh, Pam, you're you're gonna fly out. There was, gonna, that was I'm weird. Gonna, like last week, you felt guilty or something. I'm well, gonna give her. I'm gonna uh, give her some air miles, and it was her idea to come out on Valentine's Day. Excellent. February. Excellent. Huh? If I'm not here, you can do the show with Pam. 
I was about to say I actually might be busy in February. Yeah, I, well, I am taking a week off in February. Where are you going? Uh, skiing. Going skiing. Oh, my God. That is an amazing coincidence. Are you going skiing? I'm going to be skiing right behind you. <laughs> you don't know how to ski. How are you enjoying the Laurie Anderson? That's, that's going to be my vacation, skiing right behind you. That's a nightmare. Look out. Ken, look out for that tree. That's a horror movie. It's a bad horror movie. Are you enjoying the Laurie Anderson? No. I didn't think you would. I might if I could really focus on it. When was the last time you played Laurie Anderson? Uh, good question. Oh, I, you know... I've, I've recently pulled out some old stuff by her, but I don't think I did actually play it. What, what is her kind of hand? What is the album or song that most people would recognize? Well, she had a hit with um, Oh Superman. That was her uh, big hit. Oh, it was a mainstream hit? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it actually got a hell of a lot of airplay when it came out. I'm glad Lou Reed found someone to share his, his life with. Well, you know, he didn't get together with Laurie Anderson until he was already fairly old. Still, I'm glad but, he didn't but you're die. Happy, you're happy for him. You're glad he didn't die alone. Yeah. Well, that's good, yeah. You're not going to die alone, Ken. No. no. I've made arrangements. Because you'll be right behind me? Well, yeah, I'll be right behind you. I'll be the guy saying, I tried to warn him about the tree. <laughs> oh, listen to this. It's a new song. This is the third song now. Oh, this is called Coolsville. You can probably relate to this. Wait, Ricky Lee Jones had a song later uh, called Coolsville. Oh, no, I guess Ricky Lee Jones had a song before that called Maybe it's the same song. Could be. Wait, let me see. Let me see the lyrics. Coolsville. Hey, thank no, you. That's not, no, that's a different song. Thank you to Jeremiah. Same title. Yeah, thank you to Jeremiah. Different lyrics. And Heather. Different. Wait, I'm not done. Different melody. Once again. Different artist entirely. If you would like to animate a clip for the Andymation Film Festival, uh, please contact me at ken at wfmu.org. We're looking for animators of all stripes, any kind of animation whatsoever. And we're going to have a, an actual screening in uh, Monty Hall. Yep. And the, uh, the compilation will be our... It'll be the Marathon Premium. Marathon Premium. That can't fail. That's that's an exciting premium. Yeah, it is. I'm excited by it. What, would it, what did we give out last year? Was that pillowcases? No. Um, what did we give out? Oh, last year was the 30th anniversary DVD. And what was the year before that? Tea bags? With, with Richard Thompson. Did we ever give tea bags out? Nope. Tea bagging on your mind. Nope. Never gave out tea bags. With the biggest says, he dunked this. From Andy and Ken. We gave out the pillowcases. Yeah, your pi your pillowcase is great. I've actually seen your pillowcase on people's pillows. I wouldn't go near it. It was a Name That Stain pillowcase. Oh, yeah, it had a little game on it. Yep. Yeah, it was the only pillowcase you can actually play. Man, we've been doing this too long. <laughs> this is WFMU East Orange. Dear God. WMFU Mount Hope. In New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online. I can't even go home tonight. I have to go back to the city. Online at WFMU.org. We will not be back next week. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, I'll be traveling. Um, Andy and Fred. Sorry. Alan and Fred. Uh, Sue Braun's guests.
uh, who uh, have worked at a New Jersey deli their whole lives, and she had them on a couple of weeks ago. They're going to be flying solo. Uh, Sue will be there to help them along uh, to answer all your retail and customer service questions. Sounds great. Yeah. It is what do you need me for ever? Uh, Give him this time slot. Sh- can I? Yeah. yeah. Wait, are you kidding? <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm free. So get a, out of jail free card. That, that's how seven second delay ends. Yeah. Me giving it to Fred and Alan. The parole board has said, uh, we're going to give you another chance. You're free to walk. Uh, well, let's consider it. Yeah, they have a name of a show. Uh, the name of the show is uh, Women and Children First After Fred and Alan. That's their show title. Oh, that's actually fantastic. Yeah. Next Wednesday, uh, Thanksgiving Eve, 6 to 7 p.m. And uh, Sue Braun will also be with them. Right now, stay tuned for a weekly World Blues with Matt Fiveash. Dinner at Andy's waits for you. scale is very simple, very useful, but also very simple to build. All you have to do is know your minor pentatonic scales. So in this case, I was playing A.
The blues come so many different ways until it's kind of hard to explain. She's a 
cute little pigeon, she's a real humdinger. Believe me when I say it. She's a cute little pigeon, she's a real humdinger, but she up and flew away. The things I said weren't good enough. She heard another birdie and she dug his stuff. I built a nest for a sweet little pigeon, but she flapped her wings and flew. Mm -hmm. 